I'm Henry Link. I'm Jason Brakefield. And you're listening to Faithful Citizens. Faithful Citizens is a podcast created to help citizens of God's kingdom live for and love Jesus faithfully in today's society and culture. Welcome back, I guess, episode four now. Man, uh, we got some good things rolling, I think. That's right. Hey, uh, shout out to all the fathers out there. Happy Father, well, belated Father's Day. Belated Father's Day. And if you're listening to this on Monday and Tuesday or, or Wednesday or Thursday, it's okay. It's, we, we celebrated Father's Day yesterday, and we just want to take a moment and recognize all the fathers. And, and thank you. Thank you, dads. Thank you so much. Uh, we're continuing on. We're, this is actually part two. Uh, of a uh, a topic that we started last week, uh, we're addressing the person of Jesus, and so Jason, I, I just want to dive right in to uh, continuing that topic. And the way I want to do that is I want to go back and 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 look at First Corinthians chapter fifteen because we talked about who Jesus is and, and establishing who He is as the Son of God, as one hundred percent fully God, fully man. The message that He preached of repentance our need for repentance. And Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, he delivered to them what was of first importance. And what he says was first importance was that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. And in these two short verses, we we find the foundational doctrine of the work of Jesus. It's the death, the burial, and the resurrection. And, and so when answering the question, what did Jesus come to do, we, we have to consider those three things. And, and I think if we take any of those things any of those things out. It's not you can't you can't have the death and the burial without the resurrection. You can't have you can't have a re- the resurrection without the death uh, in that. And for us today as faithful citizens living 2000 years separated from this actual event, why is it so important for us to understand what Jesus really came to do? And, and before we even get to that, why why do we believe that this is what he did? Why why do we say that we believe he died, was buried, and rose again? Yeah, and I think that's a that's a that's a tough question. <laughs> um, that is a that's sick. why I asked you. Didn't get you to oh, ask gosh. me that, right? Yeah, that's that's a tough question. Um, I think for me, when I look at it, you know, we we have the accounts of it, you know, through the scriptures of the uh, the men that walked with the men and women that walked with him. The men and women that saw him die, the men and women that saw his raised body. Then we see accounts of of other other men out there that that was in his ministry. And not only do we have the witnesses of it, the um, and it's, it's, I mean, you get so much information there about who he was, but also I think it's personal. Like hmm. uh, we we don't just look at it and say, well, this is who Jesus is because well, I've always been told. Yeah. I, I, I firmly believe Jesus is who he is because I've experienced it personally. Mm. I've experienced the uh the the benefits from the the death uh I mean the the cross, the death and the resurrection. I've experienced that, you know, mm-hmm. that that I I died my sins and I was raised up out of it. And right. um so I, I love Paul in the very end of 1 Corinthians 15. I think this is why it's so important because if Jesus didn't 
raised from the dead, then this is in vain. That's right. And um, and Paul would make the argument that's where our faith hinges on. Well, and, and that's why we don't realize it, but that really is why Jesus is who he is in mm-hmm. history, is the, the controversy that circles around a guy that lived this life having an account where he is crucified and let's just let's just go ahead and settle the fact that he did die on that cross yeah uh the romans yeah. were excellent uh at what they did they yeah. they perfected crucifixion they perfected uh execution of criminals. They knew exactly what to do to make sure that it took, uh, make sure that there's no doubting that that, that, that he didn't die. So we'll just go ahead and say (laughs) right there that he did die. But but what matters and what causes controversy is this guy that's preaching this message of repentance, coming and saying not, hey, follow me and live a better life, but no, he's saying, repent of your sins and follow me because I am the life, Yeah. and then going to a cross saying that he would take our place, we deserve that cross, and then all of a sudden, he can't be found. He's yeah. not in the tomb. The tomb's empty. The 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 12 disciples, the 12 followers uh, are giving their lives, which again is another argument for the validity of what he did, that, that the biblical account of Jesus dying on a cross and rising on the third day from the dead is actually the true account because there comes a point where believing, uh, admitting the truth is better than trying to cover up a lie. Yeah. I mean, you can cover up a lie for so long, mm-hmm. uh, but there comes a point where the truth, the consequences of the truth is better than the consequences of the lie, yeah. right? And you you look at it too, and I think what's so incredible is that any man can die. Mm. Any man can die. Any man can say, well, I'm going to die for you. But what man out there can say, I'm going to die for you, and then by my own power, I'm going <laughs> to raise myself from the dead. That's right. Like, okay, like that, that gets my attention. And, and going back to you say, we believe he died. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't go through what Jesus went through, the beatings, the, uh, the carrying of the cross, the spear through his side, and say, ah, you know what, he may have survived that. No, nah, yeah. there's just no way. There's absolutely no way. But we... we we believe in this risen, prophesied Messiah, and He come to take away the sins of the world. Well, and and I think that uh, again, just we can trust it again because looking at the historical account, uh, I was trying to find. I, I've I've mentioned this before in, in a sermon on this topic, and uh, Chuck Colson, who was uh, part of the Watergate scandal, who who was uh, one of Richard Nixon's right hand individuals, all part of of that big, the great scandal of yeah. of, of American government, uh, and uh, came to know Christ, uh, gave his life, surrendered to the person of Jesus, uh, and he actually said that uh, he absolutely, without a, without any doubt, believes in the resurrection of Jesus, and it's because of the testimony of the twelve disciples. He said, he said, we as individuals couldn't hold in the lie of Watergate yeah. the moment the the moment the consequence was given to us. The moment yeah. if we didn't confess us, how bad this was going to be. They went to their they went to the death because they believed in Jesus, and they believed Jesus really was who he said he was. So let's talking about that work. Let's turn to the question. You know why why did he have to do? 
what he did and what was accomplished with his death. What what was the purpose behind this? Why couldn't Jesus just come and and teach us how to be better? Why did he have to die? We look at it from the garden when man decided to walk away from him, decided to do it all our own and sin enters the world. And here here's why I believe he had to cuz we couldn't. Mm-hmm. There's nothing we could do. We we proven that we're incapable of of atoning for our own sins. That's right. Because selfishness, pride, every other sin you want to name out there is going to get in the way. We get a, a whole record in the Old Testament of why God did what he did is because we can't. We'll we'll walk away from him again if it gets too hard. Mm. But we needed that perfect sacrifice to come in and atone for our sins, live our life that we're living, walk our, walk the same steps we walk, be tempted the same way we're tempted. Mm. So he could be that atonement. Well, and, and that and you go, you mentioned atonement. You know, the idea of the atonement. Just to just to clarify, the the atonement refers to the work Jesus did in dying on that cross. And and he the, to be an atonement uh, in the in the Old Testament was to be a a, a substitution. It was yeah. to take something and put it and substitute substitute it in the place of something else. And and when we when we understand who we were, uh, we understand the sin in our lives. When we going back to the garden, I'm so glad you took it back there because it's not just about how we live now. This has been the problem yeah. from the very beginning. And for us to be faithful citizens, we've got to we've got to understand the bigger picture because if we just get again, we just get caught up in this life. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, listener, if if you if you just look at the the life that you're living now, uh, it would be easy for us to possibly justify and say, "Well, I know I've done some bad things, but I, again, I'm not I'm not as bad as this person." We need to understand we it's not that we sin; we are sinners by yeah. nature. Yeah. We inherited that from Adam. We inherited that from the very beginning. God in his love as the creator said, I don't want to leave them in that sin. So that's where he, he began the process of setting things up that would all point to Jesus's death. And Jesus came to be the payment, the substitution for our sin. It wasn't, again, that he came to do good works. He didn't just come to do miracles. Uh, miracles were great, but that what, what was the point of him? If, if it was all about the miracles, my question would be, why did he? Why didn't he do more miracles? Yeah, absolutely. why didn't he? Why did he not heal this person? Because I, I guarantee you, it, he didn't. He didn't heal every individual. Yeah, he he healed many. And, and and again, you go to John's account. John says, you know, if everything that he did was written down, we wouldn't be able to hold the library of it. Yeah, but there, it wasn't about the miracles. It was pointing to something even bigger, and that is the greatest miracle that that God would come and live the life that we could not live and die the death that we deserved to die. And never forget that. If you're listening to this, I, I, I want you to hear the hope that comes in when we say that you deserved to die 
I know that doesn't sound very hopeful. You know, somebody says, hey, how you doing? Well, I'm doing better than I deserve, really. You know, why do you say that? Because I deserve to die. Whoa, buddy, time out, right? We might be trying to backtrack. We might be trying to go, hang on, let's talk through this, right? Uh, no, Nobody wakes up this morning and says, you know what? I'm a murderer that deserves to die. But that's the reality. Yeah. The reality is, is our sin sent Jesus to the cross. Yeah. Jesus had to die in our place. But what that did was it offered forgiveness. Yeah. See, that and that's that's a especially when I look at the world today. Yeah. Especially when you look at the animosity, the division, the hatred that we hear. And and we all know, we all hear the message, we need more love rather than hate. Well we need we need to make sure we understand what kind of love we need. Yeah. We need a perfect love. We don't need a love that comes from us. We need a love because we see what the love that comes from us is really accomplishing. Yeah. Uh, the love that comes from us is accomplishing all that we want it to accomplish, but the moment it gets off our focus, the moment your love contradicts my love, yeah. that's where that's where we get sideways once again. Yeah. So it's got to be another there's got to be an outside definition of that love, and that love now offers forgiveness. Yeah, and that message needs to be that that message does need to be remembered more by the followers. You've been forgiven, not only of what you did, but you've been forgiven of what you're doing. You've been forgiven of what you will do. Now, understand that doesn't mean, and I know it's so hard to, it's like all yeah. these questions run together. Yeah. You know, why does this matter? We want to address that. Uh, but but really, you know, Jesus's sacrifice accomplished the opportunity for us to receive that forgiveness. He came to what? To seek and to save the lost. To seek and to save sinners, yeah. uh, so so we had so understand. Jesus didn't just come to teach good habits. Jesus didn't just come to perform good miracles, perform good works. He came for one purpose, one purpose only, and that was to die in the place of those whom He would call into the family of God and forgive, and justify, and sanctify, and one day glorify. And you see Jesus, um, he, he doesn't do this, or right, I'm coming to uh, seek this dead person and then keep them in their death. But we see that Jesus is come, he come to make dead men live mm. and dead women live. That's right. And that's what Paul would address in Romans. You know, does that mean you should continue to sin since you've been forgiven? Absolutely not. That's right. You're not that old creature. You're a new creation mm. created in... And, and with a purpose. Yeah. In our death, we had no purpose. Well, and, and the, let me, let me. I want you to continue on that, but let's transition that into why does this matter? Why, why, why spend two episodes? I mean, we we had it planned out. We've mm-hmm. we've had episodes planned out. But so why would why would this be so important that we need to make sure that we deal with this thoroughly uh, and spend two two episodes on just the topic of who Jesus is, what he did, and why it matters? Why does it matter, Jason? You're talking about the most talked about person in history. Jesus is the most talked about person in history. And mm-hmm. you you got people that either believe in him or hate him, mm-hmm. and you got people that love him, despise him. Mm-hmm. 
So we got this figure in our in our midst, this Jesus, who said who he is, who he said he is. He came, he seeked to save the lost, died for their sins, rose on the third day, accomplished it all. It matters because he loves you, mm-hmm. and he does not want you to remain in that sin. He doesn't want you to remain in that death. He wants to give you new life, a new hope, and he wants to make you a new creation. So you are a part of this testimony that God is writing right. for this world. Your testimony is not about you. It's about the power of God through you. Yeah. It's what Jesus came and did for you. and. It matters because Jesus is not just our Savior. He's our Lord. He's somebody we follow. He's somebody we're obedient to. Jesus matters because he did what you cannot do. Fine. Well, and, and for the listener, my I would say that G- this matters because Jesus is our hope. Yeah. And the world needs hope. The, and the reality is, is that uh, I love what Matt Chandler says. He says, for news to be good, it has to invade bad spaces. Mm. And the yeah. good news of the of the gospel of Jesus Christ is that the God who who loved us and created us invaded the worst of spaces, and that was our own heart. According to Scripture, we are dead in our sins. According to Scripture, our heart is deceitful and is 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 wicked. Yeah. Uh, according to sin, there is no none who who are righteous. No, not one. Uh, no one does good. No one understands. We don't. We, according to according to scripture, in and of ourselves, we would be we we would we would be still lost in our sins in this. But under but Jesus came to save us from that. And if we don't know who Jesus is. Then we don't know what salvation looks like. Yeah. So, so for the listener, if you're looking for hope, and you've trusted in Jesus, understand Jesus is so much more as your Lord and Savior than just a help to get you through the day. Hmm. He is your life. Yeah. When you wake up, even when situations aren't going the way they should, that that you would hope that they'd be going. Jesus is still good, and Jesus is still enough. You said it. Jesus is greater. He's greater. And if you're not, if you're listening and you've not put that hope, if you're still looking for hope, and you've not trusted in Jesus, and you're wondering, is this really it? Can I just tell you? Can I just plead with you? Understand that that we are broken. You're broken. I was broken. Jason, Jason, you were broken. We're all broken in our sin. Our sin has has wrecked us. And the only way for us to restore that, according to Scripture, we're enemies with God. Yeah. But Jesus came to reconcile. He came to restore that relationship. So where we were no longer enemies, but now we are fellow citizens. Now we are friends with God. And, and that, that's all because of what Jesus done. So it matters that we understand this because this gives us not just hope for eternity, it gives me hope for today. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know about you, but but that there are days when my day's not going great. Yeah. <laughs> Everything sometimes it's it's Monday on a Tuesday, right? Yeah. Sometimes it's Monday on a Friday. It's Monday all month. Some sometimes there are days, you know, we we wish that we wish that it wasn't that way. Mm-hmm. But what gets what helps me keep going is the fact is the reality that this life is still momentary. Yeah. That G and that Jesus is enough. Jesus has offered me something greater than this life could ever offer, and he has secured it. So I don't have to worry about it ever being taken away. 
he was pow- if he's powerful enough to rise from the dead, to defeat death, to come back alive, then he is powerful enough to give me that same life. Now I can walk in power and in vic- victory. And as you said, now I have victory over sin. I'm not free from the presence of it, yeah. but I am free from the power of it. And, and and this may be a little bit off topic, but let me just say, uh, for us, the, the that changes it. It changes yeah. things because it's no longer about the fact that I had to sin because if I've been delivered from the power of sin, we really don't have to sin. So the question now becomes, did we want to sin? Did yeah. we really just want to sin yeah. in that? And and that 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 I don't want to do anything. I think back of Romans twelve, one of the Bible translations I read one time, just absolutely just love love the way they phrased it. Uh and it was that when you think of all that God has done for you, is it too much to ask that we live this life for him? Yeah. When we consider what Jesus has done, is it too much to ask that we would follow him not just as Savior, as you said, but truly as Lord. Anything else you got, brother? I would encourage uh, listeners, if you're you're in the fight right now, there seems like there's just no hope, um, and, and you're, you, you're just staring into darkness, it feels like, and you're, you are saved. You're, you're, you're walking this life out. I would encourage you, keep following Jesus. Mm. Jesus never promised an easy life. Jesus never promised that there would be times where he would always be speaking he just said, trust me and follow me. Mm. And that's all I can ask you to do. And that's what I encourage you to do. And if you're struggling, if there are some things we you would like for people to pray about, reach out to us on our, Insta- our, our social media pages. Mm-hmm. We'd love to pray for you. We'd love to help in any way we possibly can. And maybe you're not comfortable reaching out to us, but I would encourage you, go to your pastors, go to mm-hmm. other members, go to other uh, uh, faithful citizens out there yeah. and 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 give them your, your sins. Have them pray for you. Bear one another's burdens and... Uh, don't walk in this life alone. So. Jesus, Jesus came not just to save a person. Jesus came to save a people. Yeah, and we are part of that people. So let's live that life together. Let's pursue and follow Jesus together in this. Always trusting that that He is who He says He is, and if He is who He says He is, and He did what the Bible says He does, that He did live again. He did live the life that we that we couldn't live and died the death that we should have died. And now invites us into the life that he grants us. He's defeated death. Let's do that. Let's yeah. live for him today. Thank you so much for joining us. We Again, we hope you have a, a great week, whether you're catching this at the beginning of the week or at the end of the week. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is our life. Follow after him. Anything else? Jesus is better. He's better. That's right. Amen, brother. Thank you for listening to Faithful Citizens. Feel free to connect with us on social media through Facebook and Instagram when you search for Faithful Citizens, where you can receive highlights from the show as well as reminders and encouragements to help you live faithfully every day. You can also message us if you have any questions about the show or if you would like to submit a question for our upcoming Q&A Ask Anything episode. Be sure to subscribe to the show either on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to listen to our most recent episode released every Monday. No matter what, it's our prayer that Faithful Citizens is an encouragement and a resource that can help you, a citizen of God's kingdom, live for and love Jesus faithfully in today's society and culture.